3: work. I loved you yesterday, you were just in my head I guess you thought that I would change Hey girl, I guess you're still the same
1: Welcome to The Antidote, I'm Dave Hawkins. I don't know about you, but I find that heading into a new year comes as a bit of a letdown. You know, we've had the joy of Christmas, the fun of New Year's, and for me, I've also had a birthday squeezed into that same week. What's coming now? <laughs> Cold weather, and that's all we've got to look forward to. So I needed something cheery to start the year off. That's why I've brought in a longtime favorite artist who years ago gave us our first song, Favorite Arcade. Hello Kelly left the music scene a few years ago, but now they're back with a new lineup, a new EP, and lots to talk about. So let's get into that right now and the song, The Communication Breakdown. It's been a decade since Hello Kelly was last on the antidote for a talk. Now they're here again, and we have Francie Goudreau and Cormac Elms on board. It's a treat for me to have you guys. Thanks for coming. (laughs) Thanks for having us. You always amaze me, Francie. Your vocals are crisp and clean. It must surprise people that you have a fairly severe stutter. In the past, you brought that up on the song, The Communication Breakdown. Here are the words I wanna say, dying to communicate stuck inside this breakdown. I want to say it, but can't get it out. How do you manage? Yeah, okay. So, I
2: have had a stutter for a long time since I was a kid. Um, And actually, the reason I'm able to speak fluently now is because I'm pre-recording these answers. That's one of the ways that I'm able to still uh, give interviews. Um, So as a kid, you know, with a stutter, you know, I was smart. I was creative. But it's hard to show that side of you when you can't express yourself. And all that changed, of course, when I discovered that I could write songs, You know, and suddenly I can say whatever I want in these songs. I can express all of these, you know, thoughts and feelings. And so, especially early on, that's a big part of why Hello Kelly was so significant to me. And, of course, there are times when... Uh, it's still a struggle. You know, I often wish that I could give interviews in the regular way or that I could be that cool front man on stage who is able to tell stories and crack jokes. Um, However, I've spent a long time, you know, dealing with all of that, you know, shame and weird stuff and It's just been really helpful and really cathartic to accept I am who I am and I speak how I speak. I'm happy to talk about this, of course, but for me, it's more about the fact that, you know, all of us have something, you know, in our lives that makes us feel defective, you know? It just so happens that... The thing I have is very obvious. Um, And so if me on stage, you know, in spite of this is like somehow inspiring or something, then that is fantastic.
3: This one dream is Is that can
1: Kelly was a big deal in southern Ontario during the early and mid-2000s. You guys were always playing shows and releasing new music. It's like you were on the fast track to the big time. Was that the hope? So, yeah. When we
2: came up in Ontario, you know, in like o four o five o six, uh we were having a lot of fun. And, uh, and people started to tell us that we should have been bigger than we were. And, you know, whether that was true or not, it, it kind of screws with your head to hear that kind of stuff. Um, and so I personally became pretty obsessed with success I suddenly was able to express how I felt. And so I really wanted to be recognized, you know, and I kind of, I kind of lost sight on what was important for a long time. And I had to take some time to, to untangle and heal a lot of that. And I'm not afraid to talk about how I really had to rediscover a lot of my faith, you know, in order to be able to see all that had become toxic. The place we're at now is that we, we are just really enjoying keeping it as simple as... We can. I think there's something really respectable and cool and chill about just being a really great band in your city. So uh, we are just really excited for when we're able to start to play shows and to see what happens naturally.
1: The music game hasn't been easy for Hello Kelly. When we spoke 10 years ago, I asked if it was difficult to find a label that you could work with. The band had a tough experience. Well,
2: uh, I just talked about how I had become really obsessed with success. Yeah, and uh, so I have to kind of slow down when I talk about this, because you know, it's it's kind of a sensitive uh, subject, but um, so we hit a ceiling, you know, in Ontario, and we signed to an indie label called Seven Spin in 2007, and we actually had a great experience recording and touring our first self-titled record that came out in 08. And then (laughs) uh, the label ran out of cash, and that was right around the time when the music industry was, like, totally changing, you know? And so we had signed a deal based on, you know, how things had been going for a long, long time, and then suddenly it all changed whoops. So, uh, you know, I remember that we hoped that they would, you know, understand that and be open to altering, you know, the the contract. But uh, they held us to it instead. And so I spent a long time upset about that. Um, I wanted to blame them, you know, and sure, it's unfortunate how it all played out, but, you know, the fact is that I signed it, you know, and uh, that's how contracts are. So um, that really took the wind out of our sails because that put us in a situation where now we had to pay for the recording of our projects but 7spin was still in control of releasing them and so those projects didn't get any promotion at all (laughs) so album 2 was called Easy For You To Say Uh, when I hear it today I can hear you know the The frustration
3: When you left My lights went out And like a shiver Up my spine I felt the static fade When you said Goodbye The way you loved me i mm-hmm.
1: a popular song from Hello Kelly's easy-for-you-to-say release. We need to hear more about those studio releases from Francie. And we'll also bring in the song The Kids Aren't All Right. Album three,
2: such a sad story. Uh, It's called Fair Fight. (laughs) And uh, that album was kind of... Our sacrificial lamb, you know, so that we could fulfill the deal, end the band, and kind of, you know, just carry on with our lives. Uh, And when I listen to that album today, I hear a band that knows it's about to die. (laughs) Um... And so all of these years since the release of that, you know, it's been such a drag that Hello Kelly closed up shop on such a note of defeat. And so that's why now that we're out of hiatus, um, it's just really exciting because it's literally
1: like we've come back from the dead. (laughs) I went to that label's Facebook page. One of their posts said, it's important to research the band. I first like to get to know my clients outside of the studios. Perhaps I'll go to a few of their gigs. But I'm curious, did they ever actually go to a Hello Kelly gig? The label recordings give me the impression that they didn't. They didn't pick up on your live energy.
2: Yeah, I actually went to find their website a while ago, uh, just out of, let's call it curiosity, and I couldn't find it. So uh, I know that when we signed, we were excited for the label to help us really figure out who we were. But the label didn't really take the time to figure that out. And so they just wanted us to be kind of an affordable version of the band Hawk Nelson. You know, nothing against them. But we, you know, always felt like we weren't quite that. Um... I think we always wanted to be conveyed as a little bit more rough around the edges um, than how the recordings came across. It's so hard to know exactly. But the silver lining of all of that is that now we really do, you know, understand what it is we're trying to do. And having such a clear focus feels amazing. And we've had a lot of fans say, your new material sounds like what you've been trying to
1: sound like this whole time. That feels awesome. Francie, you and I have been messaging, and I'd asked you about your Fair Fight album. You told me that the release works best in its entirety, but this is the age of the single. Do people still want to listen all the way through an album? Um, If I'm
2: discovering someone new, I'm always going to want like at least... Honey EP, because I really want to get to know the band's story, get to know what it is that they are trying to say. Um, And I find that if we're only releasing singles, uh, then we're only writing airtight, super accessible pop songs, and uh, we never get to hear the artists' deep cuts, you know, the explorations and the strange ideas. And to me, that stuff's kind of where you really figure out who a band is. Um, although ultimately, I kind of think that, you know, everyone approaches music in their own way. And uh, if you're setting out to be, you know, a commercial artist, then one of your jobs is to make your stuff as accessible as it can be. Um, And today, that means we need to release singles so that people have an easy way in. And we, personally, we are always going to have stuff to say. And so we always want to have an album there so that if people want to really sink their teeth in, it's
0: easy for them to do that. I want to hear from you, Cormac. I mean, that's an interesting question. Um, I'm a big fan of, you know, flicking through albums and finding the, the singles or the songs that I like the most and perhaps building my own, like, artist playlist out of those. But I also understand that some stories... Um, And some albums are built like a book, you know, you you don't start a book in the middle and then work your way out to the front and to the back cover. You know, you go from cover to cover. So I feel like as long as you build um, an album in such a way and make a big enough deal of, hey, you know, we've really worked hard on this. We want you to experience it from front to back. Maybe they will be interested in doing that. We've done it, too. You know, we've put out a lot of singles and recently the EP. So we we get it as well. But I think, you know, working on a, a larger project, you can take liberties in trying to kind of guide people in the way that, hey, like, it's this is art after all. This is the way that it's best experienced. If you would like to experience it in the way that we've put it together, we encourage you to do so. If you don't want to, feel free to, like, listen to it from back to front.
1: I want to pull in a song from Fair Fight, The Kids Aren't All Right. Part of the chorus says, this time the kids aren't all right. We're broken inside. We're playing to the sky, but we're not alive. And of course, you guys are adults now. Has your viewpoint changed?
2: Okay, that is an interesting question. The kids aren't all right. Uh, I wrote that song... After I spent some time talking to some kids at a gig we were doing at a camp. And uh, they were being really uh, vulnerable about some of the stuff that they face growing up. You know, at home, at school. And some of that stuff was like really dark. Um, and... Back then, we were spending a lot of time on the road with Christian bands who were, you know, claiming to do ministry, and I'm sure a lot of them did. But when I heard about the stuff those kids were going through, it just made me aware of how afraid a lot of these artists were to like talk about that stuff and uh i just got really frustrated and uh you know equally at them and us and i didn't really know what else to do about that except talk about all of it in in a song
1: Between the then and now of Hello Kelly, Francie, you were still making music both under your own name and with your wife as Lightheart. Why make the jump back into this band thing? So when Hello Kelly first
2: started, we were really fortunate that things took off so quickly. We got to skip a lot of steps. Um, and I definitely did not realize how significant it was back then that playing in a band had given me a voice. Um, and so then when those label problems started to pop up, uh, it wasn't easy to express myself anymore. Uh, and so I started to force it. And Hello Kelly became a very toxic thing uh, to me. I did not have an identity outside of it, you know? And uh, I got to a really pretty dark place inside. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and um, I finally found myself... In a church full of misfit tattooed you know freaks and they and it was them who showed me how toxic it had all become and they helped me to realize that if I was going to heal I had to set it aside and that's when I realized that Hello Kelly was going to have to close up shop. And so then I was free to experiment um, with my solo music and with um, Lightheart, which is a band I started with Julia, my amazing wife. And uh, doing those projects helped a lot of that toxic stuff to heal. Um, And so then, that's what made it easier when Hello Kelly came along again. It was easier to say yes, because being able to do all of this again
1: from a healthy place, that has been such a joy. I've got to say that it's great that Hello Kelly is back, and with a new release, Saturday Morning, the EP. It has this bright pop sound, but the songs aren't all fluff. It covers some pretty serious ground. Like the song Wake when it says, Sleepwalking again, I'm on the edge of a cold night's sleep. Never know what I want, I'm in the dark about who I want to be. But seriously, do we ever discover who we want to be? Or is it better just to keep reinventing ourselves?
0: These are pretty deep questions. I love it. Um, you know, I think that we're lucky enough to live in a place in the world where really the possibilities are endless about who we could end up being. Um, and I feel like I've gone through a, a lifetime of possibilities already. And I'm only, you know, I'm approaching 30 in January. <laughs> so I feel like it could go either way. You know, I've, I'm a barber right now. I'm a, a musician. Um, At one point in my life, I thought I was going to end up in the military. My parents really encouraged me down that road, and it didn't really pan out. But um, I feel like, you know, you're your own author. If you need to reinvent yourself, if you've, you know, picked a mountain, you've conquered that one, and then you set your sights on the next mountaintop, and you have to be someone else to get to the top of that, then, you know, that's, that's your story. That's the arc that you want to live out, and... In the context of the band, I feel like we're reinventing ourselves a little bit because I feel like there's still some Hello Kelly flavor sprinkled all over these songs. They're just a little bit different, a little bit uh, more mature and a little bit more grown up, perhaps.
1: Well, of course, Cormac, you're a new part of the band. So did you know anything about Francie and Hello Kelly before joining?
0: You know, Canada's a large place, um, and so's Ontario, but uh, it's it's really not that big. It's uh, it's a pretty small world after all. Um, I was hired to play a string of shows for another local London band, To Tell, uh, oh, with yeah. Zach Havens. And uh, in that day, we played three shows back to back. And I think there's two other bands on that docket that night, and one of them was Hello Kelly, <laughs> which is so weird. And uh, to be honest, we watched them play, and I'm like, what? how are we going on after these guys? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that was my first ever experience. I didn't really have a chance to talk to Francie uh, that night. And then um, years later, I was doing photography for another Christian retreat. They had a, a, like the worship band, and uh, Francie was actually playing bass for that lineup. And Brent, our drummer, was playing drums and uh we just bumped into him and we had a good chit chat about how life was since that night seeing him with uh to and what his plans were and if he was still doing his own music thing and you know we encouraged him to get hello kelly back up and running and he kind of just like brushed the comment aside like he really wasn't uh, serious about it and then fast forward another year or so i'm at brent's wedding i'm his best man and of course Francie was invited and uh basically um begged him to get the band back together in whatever form he was going to we said that you should really do it um encouraged him to do so and um i found out that he did and he enlisted brent's help to play drums and i've just flat out texted him and asked him i was like dude if you're looking for a bass player please let me do it <laughs> and then you know now <laughs> we're here aiden is the other key member he is the uh the synth player keyboard player guitar player extraordinaire And he is a friend of uh, myself and Brent's and just a a wizard. He's the kind of musician that when he picks up an instrument for the first time in front of you and you've been trying to master that that instrument for years and he just picks it up and runs with it, you just kind of want to burn all your instruments. Um,
3: (laughs) Sleep walking again, I'm on the edge of a cold night's sleep. I never know what I want I'm in the dark about who I want to be So I close my eyes Try to drift back into a dream So I feel safety But a voice I know on the radio Is speaking right to me It says I need to wake up With a new song Ringing in my ears When I look for the sun I can't help but appear. I gotta make up for the lost time. Sleeping in for years. I might be under the gun but I'm finally seeing it clear. I need to wake up. Black coffee, and then I'm clocking in for another day. Know where I stand, nothing to talk about, everything's the same. And I swear I'll die if I just can't find another human on my level. Cause the same refrain's running through my brain, and it makes me want to scream. I need to wake up with a new song ringing in my ears. When I look for the song, Feel I can't help but appear Yeah, I gotta make up For the lost time I've been sleeping in for years I might be under the gun But I'm finally seeing it clear Yeah, I need to wake up in the void
1: is one of the great tracks found on Hello Kelly's Saturday Morning, the EP. And there's a lot more to be heard on the release, so let's get into that with Cormac. Saturday Morning begins with sweet nostalgia. I thought it was gonna be reminiscing about the old Hello Kelly days, but I was way off base.
0: Yeah, I mean, nostalgia is a, a funny thing. Off the top of my head, I don't think that there's a direct um, opposite of nostalgia. So looking at nostalgia through our eyes, it can be the way that we look at things, almost through like rose-tinted glasses, the way that we want to remember them. But there's also like a negative side to the past and experiences and all that good stuff. Um, I think that we're all a little bit older. We're all inching closer to 30, either the other side of it or just about to approach it. And I think that... um, you know, now during this whole COVID situation that the world is in, I think more and more people are looking for an escape. And nostalgia, I think, is a very powerful um, escapism drug, you know? hundred percent. Like yeah, we all look at the past and think about what it used to be like when we could just go out to shows and share food and not have to wear masks and all of this other stuff that we have to do now. Um, and I think that We are aware that, like sex used to sell incredibly well, nostalgia, I think, is its only real competitor right now. And I think in some instances, it probably sells better than the latter. Yeah, we're all just in a time of our lives where we're looking at the things that we used to love and we wish we were there now. And I think this this whole project is this older, more mature look at our past and trying to use that to get through the, the struggle in the next couple of years and whatever it holds for us, COVID or, or not COVID.
1: Kelly's sweet nostalgia. I think Carmack nailed it when he said that many of us were hunting for an escape from COVID by looking towards the past. And I gotta admit, I've been doing that over the past year by re-watching old TV shows. <laughs> and I'm not gonna admit which ones. It's just too embarrassing. Something about tonight's interview is that you're only hearing a portion of it. It turned out to be quite long with our talk with Francie and Cormac. So go to theantidoteradio.com, interviews, and you'll find the complete conversation. Next week on The Antidote, we move from Canada to Finland to meet revival hymns. And don't let the band name throw you. This isn't something your grandmother would get into. This post-rock shoegaze band's music has been described as breathtaking, majestic, and brilliant. Tune in next time to understand why. It's time to head back for more from Hello Kelly as they share about their new EP, their future, and the song Looking For You. Have a great week. Hello Kelly hints at being Christian, but I'd never call you a ministry band. The new EP has one about questioning faith, looking for you. Has faith been a struggle?
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I personally believe that faith is supposed to be kind of a struggle. I once had a pastor explain it like faith always starts out simple and then it always grows. Complex, and that's where a lot of folks become disenfranchised and uh, and call it quits. You know, but um, I think that you know, if it's possible, we can try to fight through that. You know, and find a simplicity on the other side of the complexity. Except it's a deeper kind of Simplicity. Uh, it's possible that sounds totally crazy, but that's where the song Looking for You came from, is when I was in that season of complexity. Um, cause Hello Kelly came up in the Christian, uh, music industry, right? And, uh, you know, I was so privileged, you know, uh, and things were going great. And so I had every reason to uh, believe all of the things that the church were saying were true. But then things started to become challenging. Um, I knew people, sick people, who had died despite and tons of people praying for them. Um, I had these lovely friends who the church had hurt just because they weren't straight. You know, and all of these things, something wasn't adding up. I think that some people think that deconstructing your faith, you know, is a sign that you're weak or something. But I think that... It's supposed to be a struggle, you know, and um, I think that it's really important to take apart what you believe because there are usually toxic things inside of there. And so when you take it apart, you can take those toxic things out and you're going to be surprised that, you know, it can still stand up. At least that's the experience that I had. And um, I'm really grateful that I have been able to find my way into a deeper kind of simplicity now. And, um, you know, I do believe things now that a lot of Christians would say that... Um, They would say disqualify me from calling myself a Christian, but I don't care, and that's how I identify, and uh, I feel a lot of
1: peace about it. It's fantastic. I went to the Hello Kelly website, and it looks like you've been teasing your fans. It says, March 2022, announcement coming soon. So you're not giving anything away with that? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I, m- I might as well tell you. Um, we have been working on a full-length album. It's so long that if we wanted to put it on a vinyl, it would have to be a double LP. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I feel like that's saying enough about how big the project is. And if I could say, you know, a few other things about it, um, I feel... And Francie would agree, this is what he's always wanted Hello Kelly to sound like, this album. It's fully realized in the discussions that Francie and I have had, he is very happy with the work that he's put into it and the work that we've all put into it. And uh, we're super happy about it. And we're just excited to to put it out and to have people listen to it. But I won't say any more
1: than that. I've already said too
0: much. I've already said
1: too much. (laughs) Well, then something that would tie into that, I mean, I guess if you were going to be summing up Saturday morning, how reflective is this EP versus what's going to be coming in the future?
0: Hmm. I wish that weeks started on a Saturday and that would tell the story perfectly. Saturday morning, you reminisce about sitting in front of cartoons, that they television the quality that they just don't make anymore. Eating your favorite cereal its the best day and you don't have any responsibilities. You can go outside, you can ride your bike for hours, whatever it is that you're going to do, play video games. Um, Like it's a sugary, bright, fantastical, nostalgic start to your week. And the week should start with a Saturday, a Sunday, and then the rest of the week. So if you can translate that into what I am saying about the project at large It's a a sweet, sugary, nostalgic little taste test of what's to come.
1: Guys, it's been great having you. Thanks for your time and your thoughts about Hello, Kelly.
0: Thank you for uh, doing this. Uh, it's, uh, It's been a real pleasure.
3: me the truth I grew up too fast should have held on but I can't go back, am I alone in this? I've been looking for you Mm -hmm. I've been looking for you I remember From under evidence Sometimes I get a glimpse but i looking for you Ooh. I remember seeking all. I remember finding hope I remember not